I think we're here. We're ready. We're ready to go. So I just want to say, hey, thanks, everybody, for coming to join us on a Sunday night. We're opposite uh, our Curse of Strahd game, so normally we play Curse of Strahd on Sundays. But guess what? We're adding some Force and Destiny into it. It's going to be amazing. Um, so this is a fan this is the Fantasy Flight Games, Force and Destiny. It is... Um, there's three different ones. We've we're only tackling the Force and Destiny. I know we may have picked some of the other stuff from, you know, the Edge of Rebellion Fire. and Age of Rebellion and Edge of the Empire. I think is the real words. We've picked some stuff from there, but we're all tailoring it back to Force and Destiny because we like Jedi's and stuff. That's cool. Um, but before we get into the game, we're going to we're gonna go ahead and do some announcements. We are sponsored by Skull Splitter Dice, so if you are in the need of some dice or a steampunk skull <gasps> that holds my dice, you can get it there. So there's a link. If you use our Twitch page, scroll all the way down, click this. Oh, Mike has his Skull Splitter Dice, too. Oh, dear. Unfortunately, they don't make Genesis or Force and Destiny dice. Yeah, I... I cried a little bit too but they are solid company of dice you buy their metal dice it's amazing you'll never roll with anything other than metal uh we are sponsored by found familiar coffee as well so if you're stuck at home during the quarantine need some coffee you don't really want to go out and get it they're shipping use use the link foundfamiliar.com slash featherfall and get 10 percent off your fir- off your orders 10 percent coffee it's amazing they're they're good people in the community too they're always helping they're always you know promoting smaller artists and whatnot so go ahead and go there uh schedule every wednesday we're here playing wild mounts so session one happened last week uh we titled it the grifter and the fish uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fish analogies for some reason not like the band fish uh real fish for some reason i, I don't even know and then every Sunday we'll be here. Uh, this Sunday, every other week, will be Force and Destiny. Uh, next Sunday will be Curse of Strahd. So we just hit Velaki there, and it's a, a good time. Well, so right. we do have one-shots in the queue. So if you want to come play some D&D one-shots, uh, join our Discord. At, again, link down below, and you can get in on some one-shots. The one we posted just filled up, but... I think the 25th is when the next one's going to be posted. So all you got to do is go to our Discord, click the link to the Team Up team up website, and say, I want in. That's all it is. Yep. Pretty easy. Yeah. I'll, another little side note there with the one-shots. I know we had talked about making them specific to a system. We're kind of putting that on hold right now just to get some games out there to you. So we are finishing up the Arcane Library Horror Bundle. So the next two will be uh, we'll finish that up. And we got some cool stuff from. Do we want to say? Uncaged yeah, yeah. Uncaged Anthology Volume One. We have we we have access to all of that. So those will be coming out. Um, they're going to come out. Uh, we're trying to keep them a little more organized. So they're going to come out a month before the game plays, and then roughly two weeks before the game plays, we start the chat. So there's a two week window there to fill those games. Uh, just trying to keep them more organized, not throw so many at you at once, and people forget about them. But yeah, and, more and are, more are coming. So I mean, I'll say a humble brag: we uh, in our Wild Mount game, we have one of the writers of the story of Uncaged Volume One. 
So Lynn Meyer uh, is in a Wild Mount game. And also, right now on DMs Guild, they have a cool campaign going on called Play It Forward. So essentially, whatever you buy on DMs Guild, I don't know the length, I'll have to look into that, goes directly to the content creator, and DMs Guild doesn't take any of it. So it's all directly to the content creator. There's a lot of sales. I know you can buy the Uncaged Anthology, which is all four, for 40 bucks. So, I mean, you're talking 20 short session games per Per volume times four. And it's a lot of fun content. The, the fourth volume has a new character class in there for a 5e. So, I mean, that could be... That's Hell yeah. A couple bucks right there. So, but. cool. Um, all right. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll go around the table. So, we got some new faces here with us tonight. You may have seen some of them in some of our one-shots that we played or our charity stream that we did. But we'll start in the bottom right-hand corner, and we'll go with Wolf. Wolf, you want to introduce yourself, who you are? Uh, not your character yet, just who you as a person are, and if you want people to find you or not. Unmute, buddy. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, we had high hopes. <laughs> Anyways, my name's... Uh, I go by Wolf, Wolfskin75. Um, I'm on uh, Nexus Mods. Actually, I make mods for Fallout 4. Um, I'm into gaming. I do a lot of D&D. This was a one-shot with Star Wars that we did, and it turned out to be amazing, so I'm back here. Yeah, it was awesome. I love that. Beginner module was awesome. We'll go to you, Chris. Chris, everybody knows who you are. Um, Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm going as Two Socks for this uh, Force and Destiny game. I thought I'd mix it up a little bit. But I'm Chris, Two Socks. You can find me in the Featherfall Discord link down below. Uh, I DM Chris Estrad. I'm getting ready to do some Call of Cthulhu. Um, I'm DMing one of the Arcane Library one-shots. A lot of stuff going on. Again, if you want, like, first dibs on any of that stuff that's going on, uh, join our Discord down below. Uh, That's really, like, the easiest point of contact for all of us. Uh, Twitter would be next, but, yeah, that's me. I'm excited to play some something. This is my first campaign outside of D&D, so I'm excited about that. Awesome. Uh, We'll go top right, uh, Lunchbox. Hi everybody, I'm Mike. Um, I'm friends with a couple of these guys. You'll find me on the Discord server, but beyond that, I have no social media presence, so I'm just here to have fun. Uh, this is my first time playing Star Wars Force and Destiny, so looking forward to it. a boy, yeah. Um, life, and then the next one will be Harvey. Hey, I'm uh, Harvey Barrel, uh, also Hunter O'Gwyn in the uh, acting community. Uh, I'm a longtime nerd and gamer uh, who's played multitude of weird systems including a couple of old Star Wars games from way back in the day. Um, yeah, I have no real social media presence, but uh, also just happy to be here and uh, play with uh, a bunch of new people in a new game system. Exciting. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm Bob, uh, owner, founder, creator of Featherfall Tabletop. Uh, DMing Wildmount, DMing uh, Force and GMing. I shouldn't say DM. I put DM on the screen. GMing Force and Destiny. Player and Curse of Strahd, DMing the one shot coming up on, uh, I can't remember, the 8th, I think, of June. Yeah, June 8th. So we're doing that. It's just playing as many games as we can right now. I uh, got the time, might as well do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so before we jump into this uh, for the chat and maybe for uh, YouTube audience, podcast audience, this, this is much like the beginner game that we had. This is going to be um, kind of a, a introduction to you all. 
uh, of Force and Destiny. So this is a game that not a ton of people have played, not a ton of people know about it. So we're going to take our time. We're going to go slow. We're going to explain stuff. As Mike uh, or Lunchbox said earlier, he's never played this at all. So we're, we're going to do it right. We're going to make sure everybody understands. And I will say this will be rules light initially. So we're going to play the base game first. And as you know, the players learn a little bit more about the system and, and feel comfortable, we'll start slowly adding in different rules and different things. So, it, you know, I, I, I don't like to do it in the way that is just all of this and you really have to read 400 pages to understand any of it. We're not going to do it that way. Um, we're going to do it a little bit more entry level for everybody. This is the waiting pool, you know, as you dip your toe into the water. So one thing I will say is if you haven't, Force and Destiny has a beginner game out there. It is so amazing. You get a cool set of dice. You get character folios. You get rules light version of how to play the game and you get a module it tells you you know this fun module you can play if you liked it enough you can go on to their fantasy flight games and they have a free addition to that the next module that i think uh harvey and chris played in that with me it's it's about eight hours so i cut probably 80 percent of the content so we could fit it into a one shot but it's about eight hours of stuff for free so but the the beginner game was twenty five bucks, totally worth it. It's so much fun. Uh, if you like Star Wars or you're a nerd like us, go buy it. Go do it. Um, all right. So where this begins? So I'm not sure how many of you out there in listening or even at the table here are familiar with, um, but this begins far before the Skywalker saga, far before you know Ray, um, far before the Clone Wars. This begins back during the Old Republic times. So right around 5,000 BBY. Negative um, 5,000 BBY. And the tensions have been growing on the Outer Rim. So not too many of these planets have been discovered yet and intercataloged in the core core galaxy of, of you know Star Wars. Um, but tensions have been growing on the Outer Rim and the Jedi are starting to grow weary or nervous essentially about all of these planets keep getting attacked and they keep um, they keep calling for help and come to find out the planet will then be the towns and the people will be decimated um, little little's known other than when, when people find out that it, it's actually coming from one planet, one centered planet, uh, Mandalore. And so this is going to take time during the Mandalorian Wars. So if you haven't yet, Wikipedia. <laughs> My daughter found that hilarious today. I'm sure she doesn't even know what Wikipedia is yet, <laughs> but Wikipedia. Um, it's out there. It's a fun time to read. So this is where it's going to start. So we're going to start by introducing the characters. So we're going to go same order. Uh, Wolf, if you want to go ahead and introduce your character, a little bit about who they are, what, what they are, maybe a little bit of their background. Okay. Um, Kenna Allengood. Um, she mm. is a survivor from one of those attacks um, on one of the one of the Outer Rim planets along, um, when she was little. Um, her family, everyone, uh, she had two, uh, three sisters and a mother. They're all dead. Um, all she has is her father. Um, and she kind of moved in toward the core planets. Um, but she survived it, and she's always been kind of looking for a way um, to kind of get revenge uh, for her sister. So uh, 
she has been working with her father on a planet um, as mechanics, which she has a kind of a knack for. She kind of like she says she um, can hear the um, the computer or the thing talking to her, ask, telling her what she needs, and she'll repair it. Um, but that's she's been they've been living off that. Her dad's. Um, you know, really, he's an alcoholic, and she's just been kind of surviving as that on this planet at this point in time. Love it. Okay, uh, we'll go over to Two Socks. Yeah, heck yeah. So I am playing uh, Drice Whistle Doro. Uh, Whistle is his nickname. Um, he is uh, a species of Melito. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and I'm a warrior starfighter ace. Um, and a little bit about the ray or the species, just. So we're all on the same page. It's uh, insectile humanoids that have chitin, chitinous plates that uh, cover his body. There, He has no eyes or mouth, uh, but he has cilia around his body that are super sensitive that help him perceive his surroundings. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> sanitize up. Uh, he does have a set of breathing tubes because he is... Um, he relies on some of the toxins from his native atmosphere, which was planet uh, Litoran. And so he has some tubes and he has uh, a reservoir connected to his chest that he, he puts in a new uh, toxin kind of pack. And sometimes he swaps that out for a uh, toxin whiskey combo um, as it kind of loosens up <laughs> some of uh, what he's got going on. Uh, he is he's forced light. Uh, so not uh, totally relying on the force, but does use some of that to help his uh, piloting as some uh, his cilia um, perceptions only go so far. So he's he has some force powers in there. Uh, he is looking to just kind of seek enlightenment, which he doesn't really have a definition for that yet. Like he's still of this weird kind of insectoid hive mind that he's kind of trying to break out of maybe, or trying to forge his own path. Um, and we'll, we'll, and that's where the game is going to take him. I don't, I don't really have a, an end game for this guy yet. So we'll see, see what comes, comes about, but that's uh Dreis. Nice. Okay. Uh, Mike lunchbox. So I'm playing roll Tanakis. <clears throat> he's a, uh, a Corellian human. I figured I'd keep it pretty basic before I branched out and tried something crazy. Um, he lost his parents really young and kind of fell in with uh, kind of the scavenger type crowd. He, uh, he's he been kind of working with scoundrels, rogues, uh, the pirates, that kind of stuff that come to the spaceport. I think, uh, think something like Mos Eisley. He's one of the, the dregs that uh, everybody kind of forgotten about. He's an orphan. Um, and he's recently discovered that he's he's able to sense something and it sharpens his skills and his athletics and his you know pickpocketing and all this stuff so he's kind of a a scoundrel who's you know shunned by his mates because he's he's finding stuff about himself that he's he's just he can do stuff better and and he thinks it's uh it's got something to do with the force so he's kind of out there searching for uh his a teacher somebody that can explain some stuff trying to find his spot in the universe and, and find out, you know, what's going on. He's just trying to make his own way. So, uh, that's about it. Love that's it. Roll Tanakis. Love it. And we'll go to Arvi. Hello. I am 21B Medical Unit, but others call me 1B. I am a veteran 
medical droid from the wars on Vanquo mining community. Due to a malfunction, I was disassembled, but later reassembled by fellow platoon mate Whistle. I now serve him as my platoon leader. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um, Harvey is playing 1B, and that'll be fun. Um, so, a little bit more about what what's happening. So, you may or may not know, um, but as these wars have been happening and escalating, you've noticed that there's been a, what, what used to be a, a high presence of Jedi in, and uh, rule, even you may have noticed this on Corellia, uh, high presence of Jedi and, and understanding that like they're there to kind of keep balance. They're not there to just step into just every petty skirmish, but they're there for the overall picture of the well-being of the, the, the galaxy. But you've noticed that has been waning a little bit. The the amount of, you know, Jedi presence has really been dwindling. Um, and each of you has at one point, most recently, received a message. You've received a message because you've essentially been, I want to say you were indexed, but you weren't brought into the Academy as for an initiate. So... The, the message that you received. Hello, I am Dabry, and your presence has been requested at the Jedi Temple in Coruscant. Please meet, and gives this date and time. Date and time, and, and this system is gonna kind of be irrelevant because it always is, right? Uh, please meet at the Jedi Temple in Coruscant. Please bring all of your belongings. And that's all. And so, 1B, you would have gotten it, but both were sent to Whistle or Dreis. And so that's where we're going to pick up. So, as you guys enter, uh, much reminiscent from, from the movies, not not nearly as built up Coruscant is, it's, it's, it's still this bustling town, and it's probably one of the most populated planets in the system. And the entire planet is essentially inhabited by various races, uh, species, everything, right? So it, it's it's a good mix of just, it's a melting pot of people. But you guys are standing at the very base of this, and we'll go one at a time. Um, what What is going through each of your character's head as your, you've been summoned here? Why, what, what is your character's thoughts? Because you've never really, <clears throat> maybe some of you have had some ideas that you're force sensitive. Maybe some of you knew you had these powers, but you've never considered yourself a Jedi. So we'll start, we'll go around the table one more time and we'll start with 1B. 1B, I'm sure this is hard for a droid. <laughs> is thinking Commander Whistle is at perfect health that is all <laughs> okay uh, so we'll go to the next one Rule Rule what is your thought on this I don't know about all this force stuff it's a mystic art that's been you know stories fables um, I've never seen the Jedi up close 
but I have lived in a lot of backwater heaps, and I'm a little bit overwhelmed by all the stuff that's going on around me, but I'm also sizing up um, everybody that's at the spaceport looking for danger, looking for maybe friends. I don't know. Sure. Love it. Uh, Dreis. Uh, yeah, so Dreis is thinking, you know, why him? He is. He sees the Force as, like, it's a pragmatic power. It's something that is is more good than not and has a purpose and a reason, but it has never been his purpose or reason. So he's kind of figuring out, like, am I in the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. Um, yeah. Perfect. And Wolf? Um, can I... Well, she, she's... I'm really upset. Um, <laughs> this, is the, this is the last place in the universe I wanted to be. Um... <laughs> Uh, this you know something's wrong they they got it wrong it was for someone else um you know uh, uh, this is ridiculous is wasting my time i could be making some money let's get this through with they'll just call oh you're the wrong person i go home we're good <laughs> love it <laughs> love it um so as as each of you enter um it it the the temple itself is like this giant structure and as you enter it is a giant foyer of just what you would imagine to be very filled rooms uh that are now empty it, it, the the amount of like learning centers the 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 i want to say like the it's like this giant library of you know, old tomes and old, like, stuff that's being kind of categorized and put into actual databases and stuff. Um, but as you enter, you do see a brown-robed figure waiting for you. And just patiently, not moving. Yeah, exactly, Harvey. <laughs> um, greetings. I am glad you all have received my message. Um... I can assume that you are the four, and she kind of looks to 1B, uh, four-sensitive. He is with me, and and I'll take a bow. Kind of like, not not, not a full bow, but just kind of like dip my head and put my arm in front of my body. Okay. Um, Oddly enough, he somehow has been indexed as well. Um, so, what why, what brings you here? I'm sure you may be aware, um, some of those that that, uh, and points to you, Kenya I'm gonna butcher that right away Is that right? Kenna. Kenna, okay Kenna. Kenna, and she she kind of nods to you, Kenna, and says um, many of you may be aware of this but some of you may not, um, some of the, um how do I put this delicately, the wars that have been put on the outer rim have kind of taken the the front of the Jedi, um, our 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 focus, right? And so we've called. <laughs> I, I don't want to say the bench, but the ones that we've been watching to come in and assist. And if you if you are aware, th- there is a great danger that is happening, and we've sent. All the aid that we can, but with that, it leaves some of the other places a, a bit unprotected, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. A bit unprotected, yes. Um, 
slaughter, mayhem. I'm protected. Yes, it, it is oh, terrible. Geez. I'm sorry, my fault. Um, and while we can't be everywhere at once, some people do get in that, and I apologize for that, uh, kind of. But uh, what? Back to the meat of the story. Um, what I am asking you here for is to help bring balance back where we are stretched a bit too thin. And there's good credits, if that's what you fancy. Um, there's there's availability to the Jedi training that many of us undergo. It, it is a bit, it is a bit odd that we would open it up to um, people that haven't gone through it from the start. But it, it is there in case you need it or in case you want it. Um, but typically, we we would be paying out in credits. So, if you if you want to know more, uh, you can follow me. We'll have a seat in one of the the conference rooms. <laughs> I have bagels, <laughs> bagels and coffee. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have a whole sandwich. There's squiggles in the future. Square bagels. Square bagels. One. I'll kind of pack one beyond the shoulder. You good with this? Sir, they wish they bolster their ranks with mercenaries in payment of, what is this? Indoctrination? <laughs> well, or credits. No, it, payment credits. or credits. It'll be credits. One B. Credits. This seems most suitable, sir. We'll, we'll get you some upgrades. Delighted, sir. Thank you. And, uh, I'll, fall, I'll, I'll follow uh, Dabri. Okay, and she'll kind of look to you, rule, and kind of. Can we count on your assistance as well? Listen, lady, if you're going to be paying us credits and good credits, I hope. It sounds like this isn't going to be a walk in the park. What exactly are you asking us to do? Well, if you, I mean, first first mission is the little thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wrong, wrong game. Wrong game. Uh, no, the first the first thing is 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 a fact finding mission first. Um, shouldn't be too hard, but it's it's more of just we need eyes on the ground. And it might be somewhere that you're familiar with. I believe you hail from Corellia. Is that correct? I do, but it's been many years since I've been there. Well, you'll I be don't... the perfect person then. Listen, I don't care. As long as I'm getting paid, I'm in. And then kind of motion to you, Keno, and say, um, last? Sure. Okay. I can always use some money. That was easy. Follow me. Um, and she, as, as, as you walk, she takes you through, like, these elaborate libraries and these elaborate just databases these storage vaults of information and then one room you do see like this nice it's almost like the galaxy is being portrayed into the sky um and uh, the various different systems and just i am gonna say for all of the star wars nerds out there i am one of them I'm gonna butcher a lot of this universe and make it whatever I want. So I, I really, I, I, I love that you're passionate about it, but I, I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, and I could see Mike getting uneasy as I talk about what the Jedi Temple looks like. The archives might be incomplete, Master Kenobi. 
no, and, and I love it. I love your passion about Star Wars, but it's eh, I don't know everything, and we're we're gonna go as as we please. Um, so as 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 you continue walking, this is where we're gonna take a take a second, and we're gonna explain some rules. So the first rule, okay. the first thing that we're going to do is we're gonna roll our destiny pool. This should be done. This should be done at the very start of every session. We're gonna go ahead and do it now since we don't didn't really have a need to do it right at the start. Uh, so everybody roll one force dice. It's the white white dice um, that comes with with the Force and Destiny dice pool. If you don't have it, there's rollers out there that you can use. And I was gonna say I got one dark side. Okay, yeah. one dark side. Oh shit! And uh, yeah, go ahead. The droids droids the only one that got two. So <laughs> you got two light side droid one B. Uh, okay. Kenna, you got one dark side? Wait, one the light. dark side makes too much sense since you're like coming from a place of revenge. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. And uh, Dreis, what'd you get? Uh, one light side. Okay. So, just a quick explanation of what the Destiny Pool is. So, Destiny Pool is reset every game. So, you get whatever you want for that game. The first thing that, that can be done with it, the easiest thing and probably the most used thing is you can upgrade dice. So if you if you want, you can upgrade a green dice to a yellow dice for one roll. That uses one light side. And just to be clear, the light side is for the players. The dark side is for the GM. So I so Kenna and Roll rolling one dark side, I can go ahead and impose almost like a disadvantage to an extent, but in certain checks, I can upgrade a difficulty dice. So I can upgrade a purple to a red, which makes it a little bit harder. So um, is that, are these individual pools? Like my one light side is for me only? Uh, or is correct. this like advantage points that is? Nope, just for you. It's specifically okay. oh. for your character. Right. And just so, just so everybody is aware, um, Currently, like your dice pools are going to be something like two greens uh, in something that you don't have any ranks in, or something you have a low skill modifier in. Um, so, if you're looking at astrogation, I imagine that's navigation in the stars. Be be a good guess. Um, if you have an intellect of two, which is typical base starting, two is average, one is really low, three is good, four is really high. Uh, if you have a two, that equals two green. So if you have no ranks in that skill, so you can spend XP to put ranks into skills. If you have no ranks in that skill, it just stays two green. But now, if you this is a crucial check, you want to make it, you have that currency of destiny points. So that destiny point, you can go ahead and say, you know what, what I really want to do is I want to go ahead and upgrade one of these dice. So I'm going to upgrade that dice to be one yellow and one green. Easy enough? Okay, you cannot, so if uh, 1B you rolled two light side, you cannot upgrade both of those in the same in the same roll to be two yellow. So you can do one yellow and that's it. Okay, uh, next thing you can do is you can go ahead and change fate a little bit. So, perfect example that the book uses, you land on a planet that you think is has been indexed as you know, you can breathe on it. Uh-oh, there's a gas leak, you can no longer breathe there, 
you can go ahead and use one of your light side dice to say, you know what? Good thing we bought these rebreathers, right? Good thing I remember to pack them. So stuff like that. Um, any questions from the players? Pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as you guys continue through this elaborate, uh, like, I can't explain the mass massivity. That's the words we're making up today. The massivity of <laughs> of this place. It's huge. Huge. It's going to be huge. It's huge. Five minutes of just straight walking, and then you finally enter the place that has like seven chairs that that are in a circle, and then there's four chairs set up for you. Um, and the, you you imagine these seven chairs are typically um, occupied because you maybe see the the worn in the seat, but it's just just Dabri. Please have a seat. <clears throat> I'm going to go out to reach out for the chair and as I do like some of the cilia on my 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 chitin starts to like stand up and move and kind of help me represent where that is spatially but my hand goes there without you know any pause without any kind of like you know feeling around and I pull the chair out take a seat um, hands up on the table ready to go okay everybody else taking a seat yeah I'll slouch like slouch back I'll just pop down. Okay. Well, um, I, I know this is a bit unorthodox, and uh, you guys have my greatest um, gratitude, <laughs> the greatest gratitude for showing up here today. I, I, I'm sure it took quite a bit, and you have a lot of questions, and we'll answer those questions in due time, I promise. But the first thing that I need you all to do, and again, this will be credits, um... I will we'll be willing non-negotiable no it's kidding um, it'll be about 250 credits per per person once this is completed again fact finding only you shouldn't shouldn't really test your your skills too much um, but we need you to travel to Corellium there has been word that um, with the lack of presence there that the spice trading and spice dealing and spice smuggling has kind of become the norm. And if we don't intervene, I feel like it could reach a boiling point that we can't return from. So first things first, um, you all have found your way here. I imagine you have a ship suitable for the four of you. We have a CS Hummingbird cargo ship. Can fit all four. Okay, perfect. Um, so what you're going to do when you get there, you're going to look for uh, um, our contact, uh, Karbali. And Karbali is going to uh, give you more information on, on what we would expect and what what you would do while you're there. So we get information on Karbali um, before we leave. Well, he's he's a human, and he his trademark is a yellow jacket with white stripes on top, short brown hair, um, maybe beard, maybe no beard. Hard to tell sometimes. Changes it up. 
frequently. Do you have an image of said person? Uh, yeah, and she'll pull it up and go, boop. Let me collect this to my database. Yes. Okay. Um, again, fact-finding mission. Find out what's happening. Um, I would say use of lethal force is probably, um, not okay on most places because the... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, the the Corellian Security Corsac is is what their official name is. They have steep punishment for and rule. You may know this better than any, but they don't really take too kindly to to lawbreakers. No, they don't. I'm sure there's a story with that, but not now is not that time. So. Um, Again, figure out what the spice, who who's the ringleader of the spice mining, uh, trading, dealing, smuggling, whatever it is, and then uh, just bring that information back, and we'll we'll deal with them appropriately. Does it sound like a deal? Two hundred fifty credits per person. It's not bad. That's really good. <laughs> Y'all said uh, you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> Any upfront. Uh, Credits up front. Typically, we we deal in absolutes. <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> Only Sith Genius. deal in absolutes. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, I could give you a fifty each. Shopping montage. Is, is that something that just like? uploads to your yeah it's like a palm pilot so there there are physical actual credit like they're kind of cool looking um i imagine they're just like digital it's a you have an you have a bank card okay (laughs) um and we can trust these two and i'll point to uh the other two party members that i don't know uh kenya and roll uh speaking directly to dabri well you they you can trust them as much as they can trust you well, I have zero facial expression, so you don't know <laughs> how I'm feeling about that. Uh, <laughs> Noted. But Sir, I, I stay on high alert? For now, yes. Good. But I imagine you guys will get along famously. Um, there are others like you that have been indexed and have been sent together, but we've used a an algorithm to kind of match you all. Um, we call it E-Force, and it matches you all to the best... Po- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. Um, it's like too much modern day with like futuristic. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we use an algorithm to match you best by personality and whether you'll get along well. And it, it seemed that you four were paired to do this. It will be a job done. And as you like look, you sit into this this room. The directly behind her, it's in this nice corner. So again, if you've watched episodes one through three, it's that same corner. Behind you, you can see just the traffic of ships in and out, and it's just nonstop. And as far as you can see, it's just city, and it's just people, uh, things, right? And so that, I believe like. Every time something passes or something moves, like parts of my body are just kind of like sensing and just like, and with that traffic, it's almost like overload for me. Nice. 
spider sense is tingling nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's fifty each, and you you get a little chimes on your cell phones. Fifty credits have been transferred to your account. Um, and please, do do try to be quick. Um, we have more jobs than we can handle. Did you know that the average dose of pure form castle spice is about 75 credits per dose? I can't I, even afford one. I didn't know the street value, but I appreciate it. <laughs> 15 bucks, little man. <laughs> Alright. Uh. And, uh, well, I'll leave you to it again. Please, please find Corbali and uh, figure out what's happening down there. I'll, I'll stand up, tuck my chair in. This okay. way to the hummingbird. And I'll just start moving up. I'll stand up and follow him. Okay. So yeah, y'all y'all just saunter back for another five minutes. Um, is there anything you want to look for in here? Or just you go and beeline directly there? I'm going to follow... There. I'm going to follow uh, the captain. Mm. Um, grab my stuff. <laughs> well, because he has a ship, so I figure he's the captain. <laughs> it's um, true. Um, and I'm going to just grab my stuff. And I, I want, I want, I, I'm so ready to go home or get out of here. Not only does Corellia screw with my head, but I don't want to be in a Jedi temple for Christ's sake. Well, you're on Coruscant. You're going to Corellia. What did I say? You Opposite. You mm. said Corellia screws with it. your head. But we got you. Um, no, I'm 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 walking to uh, the the CS hummingbird. Oh man, look at that hummingbird! <laughs> Magnificent. Um, man, <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, so no, I'm walking, and I I'll, I can describe the hummingbird if we're ready to get there. I didn't know if um. Uh, sorry, I haven't figured out names yet. Roll wants to uh, do anything in the temple. Yeah, so where's this uh, Where's this ship you're talking about? I'm ready to get out of here, even if it means we have to go back to Corellia. I, I assume there's like a landing pad that we would have landed on and walked straight into the Jedi Temple. So we're yeah, it has its own like okay. little, just a s- right. couple ship landing pad. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Hummingbird is a pretty nondescript box-shaped cargo uh, ship. It's got two kind of fins that come out with big propulsion jets on the side uh but everything back half is all cargo hold and then the front half has like rows of seats uh the captain and co-pilot and then there's uh two rows of two behind that so there's six total seats um and yeah the back bottom ramp kind of opens up and come inside there's no cargo in there right now except for i do have a, a stash of my toxins that I, I will interchange every now and then to kind of keep I'll make sure I have enough like loaded on me His when good we stash. Get off plan. yeah the good stash of the good toxins <laughs> um, but other than that it's kind of empty at the moment you know this is the hummingbird you can do so much more with this ship like it's got some hard points you can like do some things with it some add some things 1B take notes <laughs> Like, what do you use for fuel? You know, you can hook some solar panels up and... Anyways, sorry. It's it's nice, but, you know, you can do a lot more with it. Recording finished. 
It's nice, but you can do a lot with it. <laughs> uh, so, this is it. And I, I'm just going to kind of walk up the center aisle and take a seat at the uh, the captain, uh, the captain's chair. And assume everybody's following. And... Indeed. Yeah, do you mind if I just hang out here in the cargo area? There's no seat or belt. But have at it. <laughs> There's no seat or belt or seat belt. <laughs> That's fine. This is all fine. It's totally fine. Uh... <laughs> Just turn off the gravity back there. It'll be fine. Sure. So as uh, as as you get strapped in um, and ready to go, let's do and let's do our first check of the game. So Dreis, yeah, you're let's going to give me an astrogation check. So for those of you unfamiliar. Astrogation, what we talked about a little bit earlier, is kind of your navigation in the in the system. So if you want to know what systems are nearby, if you want to know what systems are close, whatever it may be, that's an astrogation check. So in your dice pool, you're going to go ahead and put what you have in that dice pool. So you, what is that for you? Uh, I think it's two greens. I'm just double-checking to make sure I don't have any kind of special stuff. M most of mine is the pi actual piloting, so it's just two greens for me. I do have three. I could help him as his co-pilot. He is my co-pilot. Yeah, sure. So we'll go ahead and do three. I'll upgrade to three. Uh, one B, how many purple? So since Corellia is within the core systems, we're going to make it an easy check. It's going to be one purple. So everybody in, in the in the chat, so what you're doing, uh, you know, Twitch, whatever, maybe YouTube, just uh, podcast, Whatever may be, you're doing a check. So when you do, much like D&D, when you do a skill check, you just roll a d20 plus your modifier, whatever, right? Plus your... Why I... Words aren't coming to me tonight. Um, <laughs> so you do that, that's your skill check. And then you have a DC check that you're going against. The DC check is going to be what I, I put into their dice pool. So... Um, Dreis's skill is two greens, but one B is going to help. It's going to be three greens. There is a real mechanic for adding help, and we'll we'll add that later into the game. So for this basic part, we're just going to go ahead and take one B's stats, and the dice pool is going to be one purple. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to get more successes than failures. So on your green dice, you have, and I'll show it up for everybody out there, you have, those are successes, the little like POW symbols. There we go. That's what I'm trying to get. Those are advantages. So you have successes, uh, advantages, or nothing. Now on the purple dice, this is your failure, that little triangle looking thing. And then this, yep, there we go. That's your threat. So we'll deal with threat later. But what'd you roll? Did you roll already? Rolling three and one. Altogether, I've got two successes and one advantage. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and mark the advantage. So for everybody listening, if you get advantage, you can use those later on in the game. They're, you store them throughout each session. Advantages can give you fun stuff like boost dice. Uh, they, can, they can heal your soak. 
or they can heal your strain rather. Uh, we'll get into that if if they get that far tonight. But two successes and one advantage, easy enough. You know exactly the hyperspace routes that you're supposed to go through, and as you and guys plotted, as you guys take off, does that iconic hyperspace look? And everybody did it, and with seconds, you're you're now hovering above. God damn it! Sorry, everybody, hitting my microphone. You're hovering above above God. You're hovering above the planet of Corellia. So oddly enough, did you guys ask what city you were supposed to go to? Um, this would be my <laughs> lack of Star Wars knowledge uh, that we would have to actually have a city. So I, I think my character would have. I, you know, don't know shit. So I will spend one of my destiny dice to be like, ah! all retaining information, sir. Please ask me any question you would like, and just work as a database. What what city did she say? Dabri. Did she not send us the picture and the contact's name along with where he could be found to our little data pads? No, just the contact's picture. Oh. Testing. One moment. No, yeah, so, okay, so, fun, fun mechanic. Um, 1B is using his destiny pool, so you're going to take one of those light side and make it a dark side dice, so now that becomes in my pool that I can use against you all. Um, so when we use one, you get one. Oh yeah, and they just keep That's they keep rotating. So oh, but when right, I okay, use it, right. it goes back to you. You get all one. Right. I like it. Yeah, so it's 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 a fun mechanic and like it, it, war. I feel like it's not gonna be used a ton because it, it may be obnoxious. Oh, I just want to use it. Oh wow, it, it just whatever. Um, gotcha. So. You, you remember, 1B, that it was actually on the city of Coronet, the main city of Corellia. Oh, I should have known it. We're reliving the, the cellar primary days. city, sir. Um, so I'll kind of stay out of, you know, the atmosphere of Corellia. And w what would we know about this? Would we know of a, a good place to come in that's not... That's not a hot zone. Or is it... Give me an astrogation check. Uh, any any purple? Uh, two purple, actually. Oh, shit. Let's make it. And one uh, B, so we can use one B's if you want to. Uh, one B, you want to you wanna roll that for me? Um, two purple so against, against your three. Three against two. Sir, that is two successes and one advantage. <laughs> I have the information you've requested. I love it. Yeah, so so you know you being you know kind of a pilot within the the core system at times, and maybe reading charts and understanding how they work. You know the starports that are there. Um, there's there is a starport that is relatively close to where you jumped in on this hyperspace route. And yeah, I I don't think I have any like uh, warrants out for anything for me. So I'm I'm not like a a ship that's you know targeted or anything so i wouldn't be worried there i just don't want to go into like um gang territory <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i'd pick a, a fairly neutral safe port and come on down yeah this one's riddled with 187 everywhere <laughs> uh oh, and reds and stuff no kidding um 
but yeah, so you you understand that there there are differences in starports that are just general use. That they'll scan your ship, make sure they know who you are. Then there's others that require certain levels of credentials that you've probably used during the war, um, or whatever war you fought in, whatever military service you did has different. You need that credential, um, but this is a general use one. It, it's pretty open, and you see ships in and out, um, and you hear over your com. Uh, yes, CS Hummingbird, uh, you will be next to dock. Please be prepared as you enter. And you'll be on dock 2D. 2D, copy. Uh, and at that point, I'll kind of, like, as we're in queue to turn up, I'll <clears> kind <throat> of spin in my, my swivel captain's chair because all captain's chairs swivel. Um, it's true. I've seen it. True. <laughs> uh, Kenya, are you sitting... Kenya, right? Am I saying yeah, it right? Yeah, Kenna. Okay. Kenna. Kenna. Software. Uh, are you sitting, like, in... So there's four seats behind us. I assume you're sitting in one of those... And then, uh, yeah, rolls in the back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll kind of swivel around. Any past transgressions we need to worry about? From no, you. No, okay. I I've, I've lived a boring, boring <laughs> life. And they got the wrong person, anyways. I'm not supposed to be here. But I'll take the credits, whatever. <laughs> uh, Dreis does a lot of like head nodding because no facial expressions, so a lot of head nodding uh, to just acknowledge that you know he's listening. Um, but I can improve your wiring. Just next, that one B takes offense. Uh, next, <laughs> <laughs> next uh, layover. We'll Got do it. some upgrades, I think, with these credits coming in. Uh, uh, roll. You said, I believe you had some something to say about law, and uh, you're not on the wrong side, are you? And I've I've popped my head back up into the cabin, and and I'll be like, no, I I don't have any warrants out for me here in Corellia, but Corellia is a pretty basic core system. It's, as long as we're here and we're under Jedi Jedi orders, we should be fine. But don't mess around with Corsac; they're not. They're not lightweights when it comes to dealing with stuff. I love how your stipulation is basically, well, not here. <laughs> uh, I've got the death sentence in 12. <laughs> it sounds like stories for another time. Um, now, this is fact-finding mission, right? Uh, CS not. Hummingbird, it is your turn to dock. Please do so. And I'll kind of put my hand up and swivel back around and and begin my um, whatever you call it, docking. Yeah, you just no, you're you're good. You come in, you come in a bit hot. Uh, I'm gonna buzz the tower. Buzz can the I tower? do that? Like no, there, no, like you can't. And I'm, I'm 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 the goose of the the team here. I'm not I'm not Maverick. Sorry, can I be Top Iceman? Yet. Where's Travis when you need him? Um, God damn it. <laughs> no, yeah, so you, you guys land okay. And understanding that... I mean, this is this is a pretty general area. You do see the Corsac guards. Uh, a couple every, you know, 50 feet, 100 feet. Wow. Well, maybe more than that. 200 feet, that seems a bit... 100 feet seems a bit 
too 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 much in frequency. It's maybe 200 feet. Uh, but they are there. They are patrolling. And then you see just different makeup of race, species, everything. Uh, as the, as the spaceports and starports usually are hubs for just traffic in and out, right? <clears throat> I'm gonna on my way out as the back kind of ramp closes and we've landed. I'm gonna grab two fresh toxin and, and cartridges. Canisters. Let's call them that yeah. canisters, and just kind of stow them in some side pockets I have on my uh, cloak, and <clears throat> then just kind of make sure everybody's off, and then whoosh, close up the back. Sure. Yeah. Do we? Ha- do we have to have assumed identities or something? Like, we go in with a story? <laughs> you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. I don't think so. All I think right. we, get, we get out of the port, <laughs> and we find some, you know, where do you find information? On a computer. Oh, oh, you mean, got it. Um, no, I'll, yeah, we're good. If I could wink, I would be winking at you. Uh, <laughs> One uh, be wink. <laughs> we, <laughs> a flickering light. <laughs> Look, I I know some contacts here. We could maybe try this cantina. Perfect. Uh, and I'll let you retcon. Go ahead and give me a knowledge check of one. There we go. And so the knowledge check of one, your difficulty is going to be one, so we're adding one purple dice to whatever your knowledge is. We have two advantage points if you want to use them for a boost deck. This sounds like a big roll. So I'm not seeing my knowledge here. Uh, it's just if you have no ranks in it, it's just going to be your intellect, whatever your intellect okay. I mean, is. there is a breakdown of the knowledge skill on the character sheet. That core world so education right lore. Yeah, Outer or, Rim, Underworld Warfare, Xenology. I don't know if one of those works. Yeah. All mine are the same, so it doesn't matter. But I have, I have two Underworld. Yeah, I have one career in uh, Core World, so I have two. So two green die and one purple. Yeah. So also one thing we, Chris, you mentioned this earlier. Uh, advantage. So you, we've been rolling advantage. You guys have two stored up. There are things you can do with advantage. So um, one of those things is we talked about earlier. You can spend one advantage to recover one strain. We'll talk about strain later. We haven't had any yet, so it hasn't come up. You can spend two advantage to immediately perform a bonus maneuver without suffering. That comes into combat. We haven't hit that yet, so we'll explain what a maneuver is. Uh, you can spend two advantage to give a boost dice. So if you feel like this is a big check, you want to add a boost dice. It gives you a higher probability of success. It has it has a lot of success on there and only one blank spot, so you can do that. Uh, you can spend an advantage to inflict a critical injury on a target if you attack something haven't gotten into combat yet. Or you can spend advantage to do something else appropriate to the plot and situation that maybe your your character wouldn't do normally, right? I would say spend it and have a boost die, <clears throat> yeah. which is one of the blue ones. Two for one, right? Yeah, two for one. Two for one. It's two for sale. So the boost die is the blue is square. The light blue on the yeah the blue yeah. square. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're down to zero. But... Okay. I think it's a good time. And and so in that roller, it'll tell you what the end result is. Yeah. So I got three successes, two advantages, and two threats. 
So much like advantages, threats are tracked, but by me. Well, no failures, though, <laughs> so that's good. And we got our advantages back. Dig. Two threats. Wolf, you keeping track of his threats? Oh, want me to? No, I thought you were grabbing a, like a little pad. To... No, it's my note. My note paper. I'm okay. Got gotcha. you. Sorry. No, you don't have to. I was just wondering. Don't mind me. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm just plotting your demise. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. No. No. MBD. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> don't worry about the man behind the screen. Um, okay, yeah, so you under you remember that the main cantina of Corellia, or the main city here, Coronet, is Gothu. G-O-T-H-U. Okay, uh, so do you want to head there? Yeah, I say we take our chances. Go to Gothu. If we're going to find this guy, somebody there is probably not going to know where he is. That was that was my thinking. Um, Cantina first always has answers. That's fair. And I'll let I'll let uh, Roll kind of walk past me and then fill in behind. Um, is this place far? Do we need transport? We can take a ground car there, but just one B is going to stick out like a sore thumb. We got to find some place for him to hang out. I'm sorry, sir. Is your thumb sore? I can repair that for you. This is um, the type of place that doesn't allow droids. Ooh. I will wait outside. Well, we'll get you. He comes to at least the cantina and then waits outside. Fair enough. Okay. The, I got your back, 1B. Don't worry. Affirmative. Thank you, sir. As long as you got mine. Of okay. course, sir. It is my primary programming. So, we'll, I mean, we'd take a taxi or ground car or whatever. Yeah. Uber. Yeah, no, it's it's actually not a far walk. Um, it, it, you get to see the nice streets of Corellia. You know, the nice streets. Yeah, it's nice. Um, can I can I retcon of like a, a inside check on Roll about his uh, droid comment? Just <laughs> um, let's see what would that be. I we're jumping into some some higher level skill checks here, but no, that's perfectly fine. Um, it, it pains me that you would <laughs> not trust me though. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so this is going to be an opposed check. So this is this is a pretty basic thing. So. Uh, roll. We're gonna add your cool to to Dreis's dice pool. Um, Dreis, I'm gonna give you either streetwise or skullduggery. Uh, they're both three, so I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're both cunning. They're both cunning. And roll. What is roll? What is your cool? Two green? Two green, yep. So add two purple into your uh, dice pool, Dreis. So I'm only rolling. He doesn't... Correct. Okay, wow. It 
You're rolling against okay. his stat. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yep. so here we go. Uh, three successes, one threat. <laughs> so, with that, it, it is much like an insight check. So, roll. What are, you, what are you saying there? Are you you being honest about what... And, and, let, and so how this game goes a lot is stuff like this, I will let you drive that part of the story and you guys can be, you know, narratively involved in stuff like that. Um, I don't trust droids. I don't like them. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to love this dynamic so much. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so as... As we're walking away, like maybe something clicked uh, in my memory banks there, and you know, some cilia starts to kind of like hair stands up on my neck, and I'll kind of stop and roll. This place is not anti droid. Say so maybe we're anti droid, and maybe he should stay back and watch the ship. The hummingbird is fine. Um. 1B has been a complete asset. And the day he saves you, you from near death, you will thank him. He is needed. And I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I'll walk on. I won't like entertain a conversation any longer. <laughs> <laughs> We're messing around. Dude, it, Fine, one, one hour. Get out of here. Let's go. It took one hour for y'all to hate each other. <laughs> no, you not, start. You start at true. you know. You yeah. start. You start at eighty grit, and then we're gonna move up to you know four hundred eventually, and it's nice and smooth. That's fair. That's fair. Taj, um, what's your honesty setting? <laughs> <laughs> so as you walk, um, as you get closer, you see a lot of droids kind of intermixed. Um, you see them there, here and there. Um, doing different functions around the city, doing different functions of just what you would normally see droids doing. But they are prevalent. Um, and then you pull up to... It's, it's almost like a dive bar. Um, you pull up into Gothu's Cantina. And you're here. So as you enter... it's We're going to say it's like mm, afternoon-ish. And this place is packed. Loud music... It is no live band. There's no most Eisley Cantina band. Sorry. No, no Cantina. Cantina <laughs> recut. Dang it. <laughs> no, no, no. Play the same song. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of people. So you see Brodians. You see Twi'lek. You see droids. Um, <laughs> you see Bothan, Duros, pretty much everything here and there, right? humans um everybody give me a perception check against one purple to see if you find your go ahead purple uh sir 78 percent of these people have liver damage (laughs) (laughs) it's not a real not a real fact (laughs) fake Uh, news that's not counting us um i don't have a liver uh, so yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check yeah. against one purple. Clear die. Ooh, perception. Oh, this is my jam, dude. Two yellows and a green. Whoa! Ooh. Need nerf now. And, and 
because I'm uh, I have like my my cilia. I don't suffer any penalties on combat or perception checks due to darkness or other factors that affect vision. So, How okay? But okay, so you you've mentioned <laughs> this and it's canonic already. It's canon. If there's too much, you kind of go into overload. So if there's too much happening, well, how does I that think work? It kind of senses and comes in, but then the repetition of it. So the longer I stay in here, the long, the more agitated I get. Maybe I love it. That that could be Let's a fun character quirk. So it's more, it's more like I sense the whole room and I sense it pretty clear, but that constant input oh you know sensory overload yeah <laughs> we'll say we'll yeah we'll say it that way love it man that is <laughs> so i don't dig myself into a hole here yeah um okay so what did everybody get damn dude i got uh, two successes okay two successes one advantage and a triumph Ooh. love it i got two one failure successes. Go ahead. <laughs> One failure. And I got two successes, two advantages, and two failures. A wash. That's fair. You wait, what read your end result again? So do successes and failures cancel each other out? Well there's Yes, so when you roll your dice pool, if you roll one success and one failure, it's a wash. What, Mike, what did you roll again? I rolled two successes, two failures, and two advantage. So you just rolled, so the end result should read two advantage. Okay, oh, so you don't want to hear the whole roll, just the... Hey, if you want to. I mean, it's good It's good, It's good. good for audience, I think, if you want to say that. That's fine, I'm, go I'm good with that. Um, no, no. I, I think the dice roller end result kind of calculates that for you. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. My two successes. It does. It has a little asterisk, and it says successes from triumphs are calculated as additional successes. So, so triumph counts as a success, but it also has other cool things. Okay. All right. So I had one success, but that triumph added the second one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you guys. You guys are correct. The dice roller does tell you your your end results and it's just two advantages because it has the two successes and two failures cancel each other out sorry yeah um i'm just pulling up triumph so everybody can read it so we haven't talked about this yet triumph so triumph being rolled the triumph symbol is a powerful result indicated a significant boon or beneficial outcome so first each triumph si triumph symbol also counts as a success so automatically a success plus can be used to trigger trigger incredibly potent effects two common uh effects are critical injury so if you're in combat that's one um may activate other potent effects including effects above and beyond the trigger advantage so um down down no, oh, sorry, it didn't uh, knock down uh, like other types of advantage stuff. Yeah, so I mean, the it's stuff like um, you could damage a piece of equipment. Triumph in like a skill check is going to be like you're gonna. It's like a nat twenty in D and D uh, speak. So you're going to understand exactly. What, you're going to pass, and you're going to understand what you're looking for. Um, 
kind of cue kind of sidetrack here since we were setting up this canon about my character. <laughs> Can, so I'm thinking of ways to kind of like overcome it. Can I roll like a discipline check? It's a, it's I have one green in it, so it's not very hot. Like one one versus one, and if I get any, if I'm in the green and the success, I'm okay, I'm okay. I love it. But if I'm negative, I'll try to like I gotta take a step outside or something like that. We'll say player's discretion. Whenever you're in a packed place that you feel would overload right. senses, okay, go ahead and roll it. Uh, once okay. I think is good. Yeah, and I don't want it to hamstring me and like turn no. into a whole thing, but I do. You know, just narratively, if... Alright. That's so, fair. So, rather than discipline, do you think you might be rolling for resilience? That's a good oh, one, I'm way too. better at that. That's brawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Brawny. Oh, yeah, that's totally better. It's the best. <laughs> no, yeah, resilience is fine as well. Whatever, right. Whichever one you want. Because um, I can add a force die. So. Okay, I love it. That's a good idea. So, as you guys come in, um, you, you scan the bar. Instantly scanning. Um, two of you are kind of like off doing other stuff. And then um, two of you are actually really focused. <laughs> but you don't see your contact here. Roll, do you want to talk to the bartender? No, or I'm going to... Someone else? I'm going to step into the back rooms and look for the guys hanging around the tables. That's who we need to talk to. Oh, can I come with you? Yeah, why don't you? Why don't the rest of you guys stay here, and, and me and <laughs> what is it, Ken? Kenna, you know, right? Ken, it's not Kenya. What is? Kenna. Kenna. Me and Kenna will go talk. Say to it again. <laughs> you'll you'll see my head just nod down, like yeah. Oh, good. Okay, I'll let you do most of the talking. All right, why don't you guys go have a drink and talk to the bartender yourselves? Another nod. Okay. So yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna be looking at the back tables, you see a table with uh, two humans. Um, you see a table with a Rodian and a Twi'lek, and then you see a table with um, two females. Two female humans, um, but then every everything else is you know unimportant. <laughs> and then go, to, go ahead, no go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna approach the table with the Rodian and the Twilight. Okay, so yeah, as you approach, they kind of stop their conversation, and look at you, and go, "What do you want?" So have you guys, have either of you ever seen this man? I'm going to pull a picture of the contact. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't recognize that person. Would credits loosen your tongue? Well, if I don't recognize him, I don't know what a credit would do. Because he thinks you're lying. Is that right? Did I get that one? Sorry. Well, if you think I'm... Uh, <laughs> if you think I'm lying, <laughs> I'm not. Would my blaster loosen your tongue? Oh. Well, I'm... 
I'm confused of the hostility. I, I'm just sitting here reminding my drink with my friend, and uh, you talk about blasters. All right, maybe we'll come talk to you in a little bit. As long as you don't shoot me, you're welcome back here whenever you want. That hasn't been decided yet. I feel, I feel endangered. Maybe I should go grab Corsac. Go grab whoever you want. Maybe a credits will stop me from grabbing the uh, the authorities. If credits wouldn't loosen your tongue now, credits won't stay your tongue either. Well, your credits will stay my tongue. Will my blaster? And as you say, <laughs> he's gonna slowly uh, kind of. Yeah, he he's in, he's got a duster on. He's gonna slowly move the duster. It's a Rodian. I'm gonna shoot first. <laughs> Are you opening fire in the bar? Oh my god! It's Greedo, man. Are you really wanting to do? That's no. racist. No. That's fair. <laughs> what he said. Uh, not all Rodians are Greedos. Only one Greedo is a Rodian. Fair. This escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, he he kind of tucks the duster behind uh, the blaster. Do I have uh, I have a, a Rankin's Kaldoggery and Streetwise? Can I bluff? Can I intimidate him any? Oh, if you want to do an intimidation check, it'd be a coercion check. Skullduggery is the funniest. Yeah, I, I'm not a, I'm not quite sure on the mechanics on that. Yeah. Like, wh what exactly is <laughs> covered in Skullduggery? <clears throat> so, Skullduggery encompasses a broad range of skills that are used to perform covert or criminal actions. These cover the physical abilities to perform such actions as... Well as, it's not a pause there, it's weird reading, as well as mental familiarity with various techniques. These include picking locks, breaking into and out of secure facilities, covert operations, disguise, setting traps, and other underhanded actions. So basically the actions of a rogue, not necessarily the... Yeah. Are you really good okay. at skullduggery? Um, yeah, got a couple of greens and a yellow. <laughs> But that wouldn't really apply here if it's like the axe, the physical axe. Yeah. Alright, um... But you could do a coercion check if you want. Alright. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use one of your destiny points. <laughs> so it'll give you a setback Ooh, dice so, as well. So, Five. quick co question about that. So does that destiny point go who does that go to so i'm like going to use back, it's this push pull does yeah it go to the person you're yep. against so roll has one dark side he rolled one dark side yep. so i'm right. going to use that dark side and it'll go it'll be converted into a light side so then he can use okay. it later on in the oh, game. okay all right so and i then, can't okay. I, I can't pull from yours to use on one b's i have okay, to use one right. b's versus that one makes, b's that makes way more sense okay yep. All right, so so then, if I'm rolling two green, um, for my coercion check, and can I use the advantages that we have? Well, we have five. Yes, so yes, you, yeah, can. you can. So what? What? I, and I'm wrong. It doesn't give you a setback dice. Let me pull it up here. What are his stats? 
So he's going to use cool. So you're going to be rolling against his cool, which is um, presence. He has a one presence. So it's going to upgrade his green to ye to a yellow. So you can use your advantage. You will add a boost dice. So you have two green and a boost dice. The dice pool will then add one red. So you're challenging, you're taking your skill and you're challenging his skill and just putting all of those together and rolling it. So I'm rolling two greens, one blue, yellow, or one blue, sorry, and one red. Yes, and that's your okay. dice pool. Sorry, okay. using advantage points for that blue. Yes, you have to. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's cool, man. We got five. So how many advantage points are we taking? Just one two. or two? It two takes advantage. two for one blue dice. Blue die. Okay, that's right. Yeah. All right, so I got three advantages and one failure. <laughs> and so then the, the Twi'lek stands up and says, I suggest you just walk away. And they slowly kind of, they have like a, a small jacket and kind of lift their jacket up to show their blaster as well. <laughs> and I'll walk away. Smart move. And they'll sit back down, and then they're now both on the same side, just watching you roll. And we're gonna we're gonna break and go to Dryce and One B. Uh, you guys talking to the bartender? Um, One B, where are you in proximity to me? Are you like always on a certain side? Are you behind? <laughs> are you next to like what's our typical? Sir, I'm your right hand, typically over your right shoulder. The uh, hand perfect. of the Dryce. Um. I think we would have made it up to the counter at some point, and I'll, I'll slap my debit card, credit card, credits, whatever we want. And, um, cred stick. Cred stick. Let's call it from now on, cred stick. Cred um, stick. Love it. I'm going <laughs> to give the bartender my cred stick. Uh, Corellian whiskey. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so no, they, I mean, they have whiskey. They have a whole range of, of drinks. On-world, off-world drinks. Um, but two credits is... 2D40. 2D... No, we don't have... We don't... We don't have that. DD 40 <laughs> And then, uh... Somebody's gonna tap what? you on the shoulder. Wait. He doesn't like you! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you either! I don't like you! Oh, so many Star Wars. Um, I'm kidding, that doesn't happen. <laughs> One, one B, one B. Anything? Do you have anything? Sir, for I do not recommend to... intoxicating yourself and filling your body with poison. It's it'll be it's diluted, and I'll take the I'll take the whiskey or whatever drink has gotten out. I'll unplug my cartridge, and whatever toxin I've already used as uh, being on this planet so far, I'll fill up the rest. So it's it's not much. It's kind of a light, you know, just, you know, a little bit. You're aerating your alcohol <laughs> so you can breathe it in. <laughs> and then I plug so it back like, in. Hold on, guys. I'm going to drink and drive. Click, click. <laughs> so you, the, the feeder tubes that come up and around and then like hook into, not gills, but like just portholes, whatever. I don't know, insect anatomy. Anyways, those tubes start, they were like this this uh, vivid green color, now kind of diluted in this greenish-brown, brackish kind of... Well, I imagine it, it connects to, like, a face mask. Yeah, it feeds into this respirator that and is then, on my yeah, face. That, so yeah, that yeah. just sits there, and then it connects to your face. Yep. But 
but really i don't have a respirator it's more it kind of clicks in under the plate so maybe the respirator is yeah. actually the the chitin chitin has grown over the respirator to to armor it and it's now feeding into there yeah, whatever, whatever helps you, like, whatever this insect breathe, uses to breathe, it's, like, connected Whiskey. there. Yeah. Your face, hermit crab, the ventilator. <laughs> exactly. Got to protect it. Yeah. Um, Love it. And, yeah, I'll just, I, we're just kind of <clears throat> sitting there looking out. I'm, I'm letting Roll do his, his thing with finding contact points. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I will say to 1B. 1B. I got this. It's fine. Okay, yeah, two I, credits. Can, um, can one be monitor like alcohol levels, like visually <laughs> scanned? <laughs> you're you're my you're my you're my guy to keep me. Maybe blood toxicity. Only have three drinks max. Three <laughs> drinks max. D- do you have to blow into one <laughs> B? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward ventilator. Um, all right, we're gonna go back to roll, roll. Um, so you now have this Rodian and this Twilight just mean mugging you as you walk away. Um, roll, I'm. St- go ahead, yeah, can you? I'm saying roll. I'm sorry. I'm a nervous talker. But you probably should never bring me into a serious situation like that ever again. I apologize. No, that's fine. I think we should leave now and follow these guys. Okay. When, when they leave. Oh, I like. Oh, oh, you did that on purpose. Oh, that's good. Okay. So, what are you doing now, then? Let's go friendly chat with the two human females. Okay. Yeah, there's just two females sitting at the table, drinking, um, chatting, gossiping. New sitcom on ABC. Two human females. <laughs> it's a Star Wars man. It's a Star Wars story. Um. Yeah. I'll sit down. Oh, hello. Kind of like. Um. What makes you do this? What makes Harvey do that? <laughs> Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna show them the picture of our, our contact and say, have either of you seen this guy? Um, well, he he is a regular here. I've seen him before. He usually, I mean, is around. Um, uh, Corporal, uh, do you remember his name? And she points to the other one. Uh, no, I don't. I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh. Carble, Cab, Carable, Cab, Castle, Cab, Cabali. Oh, Carbali, that's it. Um, yeah, no, he's normally here. I, I guess I don't, I don't know what really, what happened. He's, it points to this seat where the Rodian and the Twilight are sitting. That's his normal booth. Oh. I mean, dun dun. dun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would watch. Oh. I would watch out for them. Um, they've been kind of. Uh, I don't want to say like feisty all night, but. They, yeah, we just, saw that firsthand. Uh, yeah, I heard. Um, you're not a really smooth talker, are you? Well, look here. 
Not at all. And she's like looking. Well, some people. Oh, we'll find I some other. Find some other girls. I don't get. Have drinks. I don't get the re- reference. Um. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. So you go to the next table. What are you doing now? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go back and find, find Droll and and One B. Like I'm, like I'm done. Yeah, well, is, let's go back to the bar. This is too much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Drice. I'm sorry, Drice and One B. I'm sorry. I'm just like we're done. Okay. Uh, Drice, One B, uh, Roll and uh, Ken, Kenna, nail it, <laughs> nail it. I got it that time. Kenna, approach. Uh, what are y'all doing? I don't, I'm not even like I don't have a drink in hand it's just kind of this you know just constantly feeding so I'm just kind of sitting there hands at on the table I assume one be go ahead one be sorry Kenna your cortisol levels seem to be elevated do you need medical assistance not yet um so that was a failure I shouldn't be I was telling uh, I was telling Roll I shouldn't be sent on important missions if we, I, I mean, this is, I'm a nervous talker right now. I'm still nervous talking. You volunteered I, to go. You need to stop me next time. If there is a next time, we might all die in a gunfight. There were blasters. It was pretty bad. I, was said, I thought we said no. This is easy. Fact finding, no. No violence. Bartender, something... I'm gonna um, <laughs> something heavy. Um, it, did Roll suggest... come out too, or did he stay back? Yeah, no, I, I'm I came too. Um, may I suggest the blue milk? Sure. See where that comes from. It's not pretty. Uh, <laughs> it it is it, it is rare. You're right, but it does the job. Um, then I'm all in. Okay. I'll, I'll kind of like as roll approaches I'll kind of turn and focus my cilia towards him <laughs> what did we come up with well there's a pretty suspicious looking Rodian <laughs> and Twi'lek over there and two really really stupid human female <laughs> I think oh. we should wait I think we should wait for the Rodian and the Twilight to leave the bar and then follow them. Nobody here has seen them. Are they going to lead us to Karbali? Like, why would we follow them? Well, the... Oh, go ahead. Well, the girl said... Uh, this is in between my drinks. Like, the girl said that he's normally here and sitting with the Rodian and Twilight. Um, but they said they never seen him or never know who he was. But... The girls seemed to think he was, and they were really. At, they say the girl, two girls, say he was really agitated. Actually, the girls gave us a lot more information than the two guys did. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, Dreis is thinking in his head, like you haven't even had a drink yet, and you're already this. <laughs> I, I imagine Kenna to talk just like Michael Pena in uh, Ant Man. <laughs> Yeah. Then there was this party. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what she, when she gets nervous. Like that's like that's what I'm doing. I'm like, like really fast. Uh, 
I condone this uh, this character attribute you steal. Like, I, I want you to let like last time on Star Wars. I want you to give the narration. <laughs> it's canon now. You have to do it next session. Okay. Prep Michael Pena, Ant Man. Um. Actually, prep Kenna. How about that? Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. As you all are I, talking, you see Corbali walk in. And he kind of like, he's like, <laughs> Hey, hi. Oh, he points to the oh, two you. ladies over there. You guys. Uh, he is is up, he beelining for the back? No, he comes up to the bar. He's like, hey, Make nice. And he's, you can't really hear it because it's so loud. Uh, he's far enough away that you can't. Um, catch all the words he's saying, but then you see the bartender turn around and grab a drink and uh, hand it to him, and he goes and sits. He actually looks for a place to sit. Can't find a spot. He doesn't go to his friends in the back. And he'll come and sit back down at the bar. How many seats away from me? Five. That is our man, Karbali. Should I talk to him? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think Roll should talk to him. Unfortunately? <laughs> yeah, because I've had so much success talking to patients at this bar today. Fine. You want what? You want one B to do it? No, I'll go talk to him. I don't want one B to do anything. Handling <laughs> <laughs> negotiations of any kind. What? If Roll and myself are hurt, you heal me first. Sir, that is written into my programming. <laughs> you are my so first much. priority, sir. The crew is secondary. <laughs> Everybody else, right. don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're you going to walk up to Corbali? Yeah, I'll walk up to him. Uh, he's just sitting there, drinking by himself, you know. Oh. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, you seem hey, to be hey. a new face around here. Uh, you from around here? <laughs> so we were sent to come talk to you. Do you have a place where we can talk more privately? Well, it depends on who sent you. Does the Jedi Council r ring a bell? He kind of puts... He does this little move to your... To your <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, he does... He goes... Dabri. Sorry, I'm up there. Yeah, it was Dabri. Oh! Uh, well, do you mind if I have a few and then we, have, we can head out of here? Uh, there's not... I mean, it's not really quiet here. You want a drink? All, on me? Of course. And, you, and the guy brings two. I uh, you can't really tell what it is. <laughs> it's it's very it's very viscous. Uh, you may know from Corellia. Uh, how old were you when you left? Uh, about twelve. But Corellians are famous for their wine. 
I'll bet you it was Corellian. Good Corellian wine. Uh, no, it's not. It's like some kind of sludge, um, <laughs> ish stuff. It's okay, Hunter. <laughs> it, it's not. You can do that. Um, it doesn't violate. But you cannot show bare feet. Bare feet violates TOS. Nobody bare feet. It's that, a weird fetish. Is. Weird fetish for people. So it could be deemed as sexual. Yeah, I mean, so okay. so I'm not getting kink shame. Yeah, no. Is it, it's, about, is it about the drinking or smoking? Is that what? No, he flipped, he flipped the camera. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's like, it, so it's like sludge. It's like sl- sludge that you're drinking. Um, he goes, well, I'll knock it back. It's hard. It's like curdled milk feeling as it goes down. It like has like chunks. But you get the feeling that it's strong and it hits the spot. He's like, "That's a that's a local favorite. Don't forget about that. We call that a Karelian cocktail. You only get it here in this bar. Now, are you ready? Uh, hopefully, it's not just you. No, I have my whole crew here. Well, you're oh, well. I mean, that's that out. And as he he leaves, he's like waving to his his friends like. Um, and yeah, he leaves. You guys exit. Everybody following him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He has the yellow jacket on, right? Like I. Yeah. Like no, he he he, ma- he matches the right. picture that Dabri sent to your data pads. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and he's like, all right, it's not too far. Just up up this block. Uh, so y'all are. Uh, you're all some funny-looking Jedi. Not Jedi. Never said we were Jedi. Well, if you said the Jedi Council, I, I, I okay. My, my bad. I assumed. You know what? You know what they say when you assume makes an ass out of me and you. <laughs> but I assumed y'all were Jedi. We'll come back. We'll circle around and, and touch base on that later. Do we look like Jedi? That's why I say you look like weird Jedi. I've never seen Jedi like you. So are you? I mean, I'm confused now. Are you Jedi? One B is one with the Force. And the Force is one with me. Sir. Not a Jedi. Not, okay. Not the farthest thing from a Jedi that you can find. Oh my god, I'm sorry I asked. This seems to... (laughs) So what... Well, brings you to be, uh, and he's stumbling on his words, not thinking of what to say. What brings you to help the Jedi then? Credits. Oh, you're all about the money. I got you. That's fair. I mean, I I make I try to make some coin myself. That's why I'm that's why I'm helping too. You see, I'm not a Jedi. Um, We're all about the Palpatine's baby. Um. <laughs> And then, as you as you're way before Palpatine, sorry, <laughs> it is way before Palpatine. Yeah. Um, as you're walking down one of the alleys, you hear somebody go, "Hey, uh, I thought you said you wanted to show me your blaster," and he's going to take a shot at you. Oh. And as you look, so initiative. Just we're gonna get into a little bit of combat, everybody in the chat. So I know everybody's been waiting for it. Initiative is amazing in this system. 
one of the best I've ever seen. So, be, like I've explained it before, I don't know if I did that on stream or not, but initiative. Initiative is rolling either two different checks. You don't have an initiative skill. Let me pull it up just so I can read it correctly. Um, so initiative is normally determined by means of a skill check performed by each participant. So you each will roll a skill check. A character makes a cool check or a vigilance check. Since you are unaware, it's going to be a vigilance check. If you're aware of it, it's going to be cool. If you're unaware of it, it's going to be a vigilance. So your vigilance skill, that's your thats your dice pull for initiative. You don't have any purple. You don't have anything else that's canceling it out. And that's, that's that, right? So how initiative works, once we determine the order, it's group initiative, which is really cool. It's such a fun system. So if, say it's, you know, Dreis rolls the best, and then roll, and then Kenna, and then 1B. You have those four slots. You can mix and match wherever you want to be. So if it's more advantageous for roll to go first, you can go ahead and take that first spot. If it's more advantageous to go last, you can take it last. It doesn't matter. You guys determine it. It creates this kind of meta talk that is a little bit more strategic in the, in the sense of... Um, you know, planning, right? So, everybody, go ahead and roll a vigilance check. And I then give am, me your successes. I'm going to use my rapid reaction and take three strain to get three successes. Whoa! <laughs> that's before my roll. Whoa! Okay, so yeah, go ahead and mark your strain. Those don't, don't reset each session, by the way. I don't know if this is good or bad. I figured let's let's test it out and we'll figure out yeah go ahead how willy nilly I use this later but I'm I'm gonna go three uh, takes my strain down to ten uh, and then are we rolling against anything or this nope, is straight just roll? straight roll and mine are right. two green Ooh. so one success so I'm at a total of five successes whoa nice two successes someone's going first. Well, I'm going to give it to roll, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, so what did everybody else roll? I got a five, a two, a two. Roll, what'd you roll? I got one success, <laughs> two advantages. You don't keep those advantages on initiative okay. checks. So just gotcha. one success, one. So, ooh, y'all, five, two, 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 one, one. So, PC, 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 NPC, NPC, PC, NPC. All right, so that's the order. So a five, two, 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 one, one. Okay, first slot. This is gonna go ahead and be a blaster attack since it's like a surprise round. Um, so, what is your soak uh, roll? Three. Ranged light. All right, so how, how these work, the blaster pistol is a ranged light. There's different categories of ranged. Um, and that's in association with your agility skill. They got an okay agility, and I'm going to say they're good with it, so they're going to put, they've put a rank into it. Uh, and you said you have three soak. And so since how, how range works in combat... Combat is range is abstract. 
So if you think of, of combat range, it's not in feet. Don't worry about feet. It's in bands. Tiers. Tiers, yeah. So there's, and the tiers go, there's engaged, there's uh, close range, there's medium range, long range, or extreme range. Engaged is you are in combat with this person. Close range, you're not in combat, but you're, you know, maybe one side, like you're sitting at the same table. Medium, you're across the room from somebody. So you could hear them talk, you can hear them. Long range, you're down the street. Uh, extreme range, you're like, you know, looking at them through a scope somewhere. Um, so you guys are all medium range. Each range with a blaster pistol gives a difficulty. So difficulty is going to be two purple. So I'm going to roll one yellow, two greens against two purple. And so what I rolled is three successes and one advantage. So how damage works. So if you roll a success, you hit. You hit. It, it, you don't have to roll a number of successes. But now the damage is the blaster pistol has a set damage. Each success adds a damage to that. So the blaster pistol is six damage. Three successes make it nine damage. You take that nine against your soak which your soak is three so now you take six wounds that's how that works okay we're gonna go into actual combat now so we, we understand the basics for combat now you can do a couple of things and i'll read that to everybody so combat you can do i got it right here uh you can do an action and a maneuver that's what you can do an action is you can attack, you can use a skill, um, you can use a force, you can perform a second maneuver. Uh, maneuver, you can move, that's a maneuver. You can use a stim pack, you can ready or stow a weapon, uh, you can open close the door and interact with the environment, you can take, you can aim. So if you don't want to move and you want to aim, that gives you a boost dice to your blaster attack. Uh, or you can take cover, so taking cover will give a setback dice to whomever shooting at you. So, pretty easy. So, we're going to go to that first PC slot. Who wants to take it? I think that might be a bad idea given my dice so far tonight, but sure. <coughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's how many how many of us go first? 3. 3. So, does anybody want to go at the very end? I mean, 1B, we've kind of set up like you're the <laughs> if, if if I am needed last, I will go last at Anytime you need, so I, I'd I'd give roll first if he wants it. If not, I'll I'll jump in there and, and... yeah, go. We'll go ahead and do that. So roll, you go first. Um, you right. guys again. You guys are at medium range. So if you take second, if you want to move to engaged, so to move from medium to close range is one maneuver. To move from close range to engaged is a second maneuver. And we're at medium. You're at medium, correct? At a medium range. So two ranges away. Close. <laughs> at a and, medium range, okay. and we have to actually spend an action, well, an action, like an action point to to actually ready a weapon, or can we snap off? You would spend off. you would spend a maneuver to ready a weapon. Okay. So you can you can maneuver ready weapon and then shoot. That would be your maneuver and your action. 
Yeah, okay. think of maneuver as like your bonus action and your move action, one or the other. <clears throat> and right, and if you need to use a another maneuver, so you can do two maneuvers in any turn, right? So another maneuver you could use one or two of your advantages to get a second maneuver. So with that said, you can only do two. So you cannot do an action as a maneuver and then a maneuver. And then an advantage, that would be three maneuvers. You can't do that. You can do an action as an action. You can do a maneuver, and then you can spend advantage to use a second maneuver. All right. I'll, uh, I'll ready my blaster and, and fire a shot. Okay. Yeah, so medium range is going to be two purple. So go ahead and use your range light skill as your dice pool. And then go ahead and add the two purple, and then hopefully you get some successes, yeah? Three advantages and one failure. <laughs> Ouch. But we got advantages, though. You got advantages. We have a lot, so... Maybe use some boost dice. <laughs> we have nine. Okay. Um, yeah. That's your turn. Um, not really much else you can do. We'll go ahead and go to the second PC slot. Who wants to take that? Uh, I, I said I would take that unless... Um, Kenna. Uh, Kenna wants it. No, I got it. Okay. Um, I'm just double-checking my force jump here. Um, well, you're going straight melee. Well, I, that's all I have. Um, take a force leap action. Make an enhanced power check. The user may spend... Uh, light or dark to jump horizontally to any location in short range. So what 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 would that mean? You would go from medium to close range or short range. But is it? But it's still using my action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's no way I can get engaged with this person, but I can't. I wouldn't. Well, you're, you're medium range. You could use you could use your maneuver to move to close range, and then you can use your uh, advantage to use your second maneuver to move to engaged. And as you look down there... Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Let's do that. As you look down there, there are actually three people. You see the Brodian, you see the Twi'lek, and then you see another human that hasn't been there before. Um, I'm actually going to turn to Karbali and go, do we run? I'm going to kind of like gauge where he's at. Uh, I, I don't know these people. Um, but if they attack first, I mean, the law in... You know, Corellia, that you can attack back. Stand your ground. Uh, fuck it. Okay, so I'm going to run for this the first... Texas, baby! Pew, pew, pew! I'm going to run towards them for the first bit of my <laughs> movement. Of the galaxy. <laughs> and yeah. then I'll use advantage to to make the force leap or whatever. I think that just is adding flavor. Like... Okay, so I'm going to spend... How many advantages do I have to spend to be able to Two. get in there and still retain my action? All right, so Two. I'm going to do that. So I'm, But I'll, I'll do kind of like a fantastical <clears throat> force leap that's not really using the force, but yeah. just enough to kind of like get me there in range. And as I'm there, I'm going to take out my combat knife and just try to like uh, get him underneath the jaw. Ooh, um, that's nasty. It's nasty, Peter. Um, also, just to be clear, where we're at with uh, force dice... I think 1B, you have one dark and one light. Roll, you have a light. Um, Dryce, you have a light. Have and one. Kenna, you have one dark side. 
Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So melee is gonna be two. Uh, two purple. All right. I have a th plus three on my Ooh. combat knife, so three green. So hopefully this turns out well. Um, that's two successes. Nice. Yeah. So go ahead and take the damage plus those two successes. Their um, damage is four, five, six. Their soak is four, so they take two wounds. Two wounds. Um, do I want to say anything? No, I don't want to say anything. Fuck these guys. All right. Uh, we'll go to PC slot three. I uh, think you're, you're muted, roll. Or, uh, Kenna. Kenna. There you go. Yeah. Where, um, what does the alley look like? How, how close in is it? It's a pretty tight alley. Um, as you think of, like, Corellia, uh, the planet, <laughs> I keep referring to Coronet as Corellia. Coronet, it's a pretty jam-packed city. It's like this metropolis on top, like, all these buildings built together. And as you look down this alley, it's tight and then makes a quick, like, jag to the right as if another building's right there. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run forward and use my athletics to parkour up a side, and I'm gonna use some advantage to be able to strike from, like, get up, get up the side, and just drop down and punch him with my brass knuckles. Parkour. Okay. Yeah. So, um, to be clear, you're moving from medium to close, and did you say you're using advantage to close that gap? Close that gap. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Advantage going away. All right. Because um, we got it. We, we got to use them. So. Yeah. We saw yeah, five. Yeah. We're good. And are you hitting the one that uh, Dreis just stabbed? No, I'm hitting uh, the different um, the uh, Twilight. Okay, yeah, Dreis, you got the Rodian uh, Twilight. Go ahead. I don't know what that okay. means, but I got it. Um, so I use Brawl. To well, you should have you should have a melee skill, I guess, which is just melee, and then that's your Brawl, whether you've put ranks into it or not. I have. That's why I wanted to ask. Okay. Yes. So Brawl. Plus whatever rank you put into into melee, if you put one rank in there, that upgrades one of your green to a yellow. Okay. So what's so your brawl? So my brawl is uh, or I brawn. have. I'm sorry, brawn. My brawn is three, and then I put a I put a rank into brawl, so I got one yellow, two yellow, green, two green against two purple. Yep. One success. One success, yeah. So uh, you hit. What's your uh, damage on the brass knuckles? Um, it's My damage is three plus one. It says damage modifier plus one. Okay, plus the one success, so that's five. Right? Yeah. Five. <laughs> okay, uh, so five against their three soak. They're taking a two damage. Nice. So I just go... Love it. Uh, almost like this... Ong Bach move that you've done. Okay, uh, so that's PC slot three. Uh, we're gonna go to the two NPCs as as their it's their turn. So the human's gonna go. Are these are these the guys? And the rodent's gonna go. Yeah, yeah shoot them. Um, so <laughs> one's gonna take a blaster pistol to um, Dreiss. Which that's the one I'm engaged with, right? He's no, the human is a little bit. Oh, okay. you're engaged right, with gotcha. the Rodian, right? Uh, so the blaster pistol, he's got what does he got in there? Beep, 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 beep. It sucks at shooting, it's agility. He's only got two, yeah. But, but I'm gonna use my threat, two threat, 
to upgrade it to add a boost dice. I gotta use them or lose them, guys. That's what they told me. Is it true if you don't use it, you lose it? That's um, true. And <laughs> since it's close range with a blaster, that's only one purple, just so you all know. So it's only one purple. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, one advantage and one failure. <laughs> so they don't so do hit. We, wow. Do we gain an advantage? No, I, I get the advantage. Um, but the failure, does that... It, it no, just no, shoots wide. Sorry. Shoots wide. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, next one's going to do the same thing, but I'm not going to use. I don't have any advantage. Ooh, one success, one advantage. So now I do have two. Ooh, let me mark is that. Is that to me? Uh, no, that is that is to. Um, that's the Twi'lek two. Kenna. Kenna. God damn it! I can't think of names right yeah. now. Thank you. The Twi'lek two Kenna, and it's going to be. They have a. Um, what do they have? They have a blaster pistol. Actually, that would be two purple since it's in melee. Let me re-roll that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just what? It's harder. Yeah, it's. Oh, I just oh, rolled dude. one advantage. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely re-roll that. <laughs> I and, and guess what? It comes out to be just one advantage. It doesn't hit. All right. So now it's going to be one B's turn. One B. What you're looking at? You're still at medium range. You have uh, Drice engaged with the Rodian. You have Kenna engaged with the Twi'lek. And the human is just a little bit further back. I would like to use my maneuver to get uh, into uh, Roll's uh, uh, two-face roll and act as his cover. Take cover behind me, sir, as I do a medicine check and I repair... Uh, I'll do a repair or a, a medicine check on him. Okay. Uh, it's not a bad one, so one we'll go one purple. Two yellow, one green, one blue. And I'm gonna I say, and I'm gonna say until next turn, roll. If anybody takes a shot at you, it will have a setback dice because you're technically behind cover. Three successes, two advantages. And so, how does that work for your skill? I get a free stim pack, one per, uh, per, not session, what's the word? Uh, one per, once per encounter, I get, I get a free stim pack out of my med kit. Uh, med, uh, uh stim pack that normally does five healing, but because of my, uh, uh, stim pack expertise, you heal six. Nice. That's exactly how much you took. Nice. nice. You're back to full health, roll. Anything else and you would you don't like? like droids. <laughs> so, so basically, I, uh, I put my I put my back to the enemy, and I'm facing you, and I'm just like my hands are just working furiously at stitching you up. I love it. Anything else, Wendy? Uh, that is that is my turn. Okay, it's going to be that last NPC's turn, which is the Twilight. No, it's the Rodian. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Yep. And he's going to try and just. Punch you with a, uh, and you see he does have brass knuckles as well. Um, because you are engaged, that's going to be he's got two and then two purple. Complete wash, cool, good game, guys. Like good game. All right, so we're, feeling good. we're back at the top of the order. Anybody can take this slot however they want. I'll do it. All right, you got it. I'm just gonna punch, I'm gonna actually, um. Knowing, knowing about Twi'leks, I'm going to punch his brain tail. 
That's for flavor. Dirty. Okay. <laughs> That's dirty. That's fighting dirty. Hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it'll be two purple. Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> um, three successes and two threats. Okay, so those threats just go into my advantage, which is preach. I'm back up to five. Dig. Dig. Um, okay, so yeah, go. What's the damage? It's four plus the three is seven against their soak. Uh, and you feel that you see the twilight just kind of twilight just kind of crumple and just <laughs> as you hit as you hit their uh, head tail. Thanks. Uh, that's their weak spot. <laughs> their head tail. Um, okay. So I'll take two two again unless well hope, he uh, has he has a maneuver. Do you want to do anything with oh, your maneuver? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna get behind, I'm gonna maneuver. I'm gonna get behind the human, like right behind, like switch up right behind him. Well, you'll just I mean that's abstractly you are now yeah. in con engaged with that person. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, PC slot two, uh, Drace, if you want to go ahead. Yeah, I'll take it if nobody wants it because I'm tr I'm trying to end this thing. Kind, right of, here. A, kind uh, of a big deal here. If I want to do my brawl as a combat skill instead of like stow my knife and then punch i can use my brawl dice pool yes correct and i'm i'm gonna attempt like a force punch because i can add it to it i'm trying to like end this now and like push him and blast him down the hall and then i want to like say leave us alone kind of thing yeah uh enough Go ahead. I'll be two purple. So I get a yellow, two greens, and then I add a force dice. Uh, yeah. And each light side counts as a success. Okay. Ooh. Come on, baby. Uh, so two greens, a yellow, and a light, and two purples, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Okay. Ooh, two successes, one threat, one dark side. Well, I'm just. I'm trying to figure out. It says it's final. unarmed combat. I want to see how much damage that does right at the front. Yeah, I don't have a, a damage calculator for that. It's not in my weapon. It, I, I have it. I just got to figure out where... What does the brass so, knuckles do in... 3 like plus one? 1. 3 plus minus? 1. Okay, so it's whatever your brawl or uh, whatever your brawn is, is your fist oh. damage. Okay, well, my brawn you find is that? 3. Well, yeah. I, I went to the old uh, character sheets from our uh, first game oh. and found Pawn, and I just straight up have Fists, and it says my damage is four, and that was my bronze score. Okay. Fists, you um, deal and, two you know, damage. Plus one per right. success. Love I'll it. have to add it to my my character sheet next time, because uh, I think I'll use this a lot since it's kind of a force and I have a yeah. yellow in it. Um, yeah, so three plus two successes. Minus three so soak is two damage. And I'm also trying to push him forcefully. I gained a dark. It was a dark side. Ooh, not um, dead, but you push him. You push him out of range. And I'm gonna say, end this. Or that's not how Dry speaks. End this. We will walk away. And that's. Uh, I will use my new maneuver to stand there. Okay. Cool. All tough guy like. All right. PC <laughs> slot three. Roll or one uh, B. Um, I'll go, unless you want to go. Go for it. So use me as cover. I, you have you have the the twilight down, the Rodian almost dead, the human untouched. And I'll push one B out of the way and be like, "Get out of my way!" That's your maneuver. <laughs> That's my maneuver. 
<laughs> and then I'll fire again as my action. Okay, yeah, so two two purple uh, against your ranged light. And I'll use advantages? Yeah, you can if you want to add boost die. Yeah, we we have, uh, what, five still? No. No, we had we we were at seven, so now we're back down to five. Okay, five. Okay. You got it. Um, and you're attacking the rodent or the the human? Okay. Um, I'll use four advantage to use two boot two boost. Die. You can only do it once. Oh, I will use <laughs> two advantage. Two advantage to use one boost die. That is correct. That was wrong. <laughs> Oh my god, so dude. Farly. One one advantage. <laughs> wow, you are bad at this game. Get good, scrub. Dude, you Brat. jinxed me with that stupid Gungan meme. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. I can't do anything because you did a... Uh... It's so real. Well, you... you know what? You know what? You did do the Misa type. Yeah, yeah. that's you. You owned the meme. You completed it. Alright, so... Um, For those of you at home, it was a meme of how you view your character, and it's like, you know, all Mandalorian style, and then it's cool, like, how the dice make your character? Jar Jar. <laughs> um, yeah, so the other, the other uh, PC's turn, NPC's turn, this is kind of cool, by the way, because one fell, if, since it's group combat... I can just kind of have them pick the two top ones. I think I'll have to double check that rule, but I'm going to do it now, anyways. <laughs> um, he's gonna. So now he's not engaged with you anymore. He's gonna pull out his blaster and try and shoot you. Uh, so that drops the difficulty down, which is kind of nice. And I'm gonna go ahead and use boost dice. Feel like I should. I got him. So I use the boost dice, and I just literally got two advantages. So I am back at five. Um, and then the other one's going to do the same thing, but this time at um, at Kenna. So that's one success and one advantage. So that's six advantages for me, or four total now. And they do blasters you six damage plus the one success, seven damage minus your soak. That's how much damage you take. Four. So four. So three damage. Yeah. Okay. We gotta not. We gotta not do that. Okay. So yeah, three damage. Yeah. Um, all right. One B. You're up. Uh. Priority. You are damaged. Uh. 1B, uh, let's see, they're two distance away from me. Um, so I will use uh, my maneuver to get one closer. I will take two advantages to get another maneuver to get even closer so I can get into range of Kenna. Um, and then I will uh, use a... Uh, uh, can I do just straight just straight medicine check without having to use a stim pack? I can't remember. Oh, uh, let's double check that. Okay, so each hit on a medicine check normally heals a single wound up to a maximum number of wounds targeted to the current suffering. Uh, beyond that, hits have no mechanical effect, but may represent particularly competent medical aid. A triumph generated during a medicine check may be spent to eliminate one strain from the target. Um... 
So let's see. What's his current? What are you? What is your current health at? Uh, uh twelve. Twelve. Okay. So current wounds equal half or less of wound threshold. So that's easy. So I will. One purple. Two yellow. One green. One blue. Three successes, one advantage, one triumph. So, uh, how much damage did you take? Three points. Do you have? You are a, now healed. Do you have a med pack? I do have a med pack. Okay. So, uh, medicine routine first aid, including the use of med packs, depending on characters' abilities and medicine. Med packs are merciful, mercifully simply simple to use, but the difficulty may be complicated. So, let's read the difficulty of med packs. Uh, medicine check difficulty. Current wounds equal to half or less of wound threshold. So what is your entire wound threshold, Kenna? It's 15. Okay, so you are equal to half or less. So if you're 7 or greater total wound th wounds that you're at, or less wounds, I guess. Um, 7 or less, it's 1. Yeah, yeah. so it would be just 1 difficulty. Yep, that's what I rolled. Perfect. Okay. And what'd you get on that? I'm sorry. So yes, uh, uh, I got uh, three successes, uh, one advantage, one triumph. Uh, and so basically, I just you just see me like Terminator run over to you, and just like from a, a little compartment up my arm, this little syringe kind of pops out, and I just stick you and give you some numbing agent for the wound. So yeah, just so everybody listening at home, each success heals a single wound up to the maximum number of wounds. Each advantage heals a strain, which is kind of cool, um, from the target. So you would not add that to the advantage pool. Each triumph uh, will heal a critically critical injury. So we'll get to those if you ever have one. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, you're now healed up to whatever he just did. Wow. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Again, I asked you twice. That is the end of my turn. <laughs> All right, we're back to the top of the order. You have the Rodian, who is severely injured, and then you have the human that is untouched. And the Twi'lek is still down. Yeah, they're they're dead. dead? <laughs> they're dead? Well, D.E.D. They're unconsciously dead, yeah. Capacitated. When you unlock when you their face, they they don't really come back from that, just so you know. <laughs> so, PC I'll take one. the first again if if nobody wants it. I'm gonna use my maneuver to re-engage with the Rodian. Yep, and like ready my fist. He he I'll, shot at you by the way after you asked him. To stop. Then yeah, I'm just gonna punch. Uh, not a force punch this time. It's just gonna be just a, a regular, uh, you know, brawl monk punch. What are you a monk? <laughs> what is it for? Um. So that's a yellow and two greens. Is it two purples? Yeah. Since I'm engaged with him now? Yep. Roll that dice. Uh, two advantages, two failures. Yeah, he's not dead. I didn't think this combat would take this long. All right, PC slot two, go ahead. All right, um, I'm going to slip, slip underneath 1B and rack this human in Menards. Oh, <laughs> Taking him to Menards, huh? Yep. <laughs> That's what we call that up here. Uh, <laughs> so same thing, same thing, uh, two purple. Yep. 
one success, two successes, one triumph. Ooh! <laughs> so he has no more nards. Triumph. Good news is triumph on the ball. Yeah, good news is triumph God, against God. NPCs. They add success, so that's like three successes. Let's hold up a second. Did you just reference the Wolfman has nards? <laughs> <Nards>. <laughs> Monster Squad, nice. Love that movie. <laughs> I love this group. <laughs> a bunch of dorks in here. All right, so yep. yeah, as you just, ooh, you get him good, and he falls down unconscious from okay. pain and blood and death. Um, <laughs> all right, you you've used maneuver and you move PC slot three. Roll redemption time. Do something. Do something. <laughs> I'm going to take aim. And I'm going to concentrate. Add a boost dice. And fire at the human. Yes. That's a boost die. So, we got boost die. One success. Yes! You did it! And five advantages. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Advantageous of you to take that shot. Alright, this person had one hit point, so it doesn't really matter what your damage is. They're dead. And thus ending combat, and Corbali's uh, gonna uncrouch and go, oh, I can see why the Jedi sent you. And that's where we're gonna end it for tonight. So, I want to say thanks everybody for hanging out with us on a Sunday night. Thanks, chat, for hanging out um, in our learning session. So this was episode one of... Uh, Star Wars Episode One, better than Phantom Menace, is what this is going to be dubbed. And it was a ton of fun. A lot of story set up, a lot of rules. Um, we'll continue to be adding these rules. We'll go over and over them again so everybody understands them. Understands them is the words I'm trying to say. And we'll we'll continue down this train. You're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to do this together. Um, but I hope everybody had a good time. I want to say thank you to the people playing with me. It was, it was a ton of fun. We'll be here not next Sunday. That will be Curse of Straw, D&D 5e. The following Sunday will be Force and Destiny again. So, again, thanks everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you all two weeks from now. Or Wednesday. Come hang out for Wild Mount. So, bye. Yeah. Arrivederci. That's a way to say it.